Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Buddy. Welcome to a brand new episode of But Am I Wrong? No, you're not wrong. Thank you. Well, we are never wrong. And that's why we made this podcast because we just felt like the world should know. And maybe it'll help other people stop being wrong. Agree. I am really excited about this episode. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I took <laughs> some supplements that are supposed to help you with focus and memory. So maybe I'll be better. Oh, wow. My new Adderall does not. I'll get into that in my. 
I've got a lot of options, okay. so I might get into it. I might not. So you'll have to stay tuned and see. But it'll give you a little teaser. My um, current Adderall, all it does is give me an absolute migraine. Oh, no. And make me have to poop, but make my poops very unsatisfying. I didn't even poop today. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's because I woke up late. I, <laughs> I guess a, a little lactose of dosing myself. <laughs> you've been lacto... You've been microdosing lactose? <laughs> yes. Yeah. How's it working out for you? It's been getting things like, moving? moving. That's what I do I'm, sometimes with coconut. Yeah. But like... I can't do dairy because that also makes me barf. Yeah, it's not that. It's um, a protein bar that has a way. It's not way, but it's like the, you know, they can split up the different parts yeah. and it has like a something in it. Casein? Maybe casein. Um, and so, you know, it's it's not in a way that it's making my stomach hurt. But it's but just, it's just, things it's just along. helping things along, you know? Wow, that's nice. Yeah. My IBS just like... People talk about like, you know, you got to be in the mood sexual wise. Like if I'm stressed about pooping, like, oh, I have to leave somewhere. I need to poop before I go. I'm not going to be able to go. Right. And so that was me. I woke up and late. And I also get stress shits too, which is different. But I rarely, the only time I remember ever having like diarrhea because I was stressed was during the election and recording my audiobook. No, mine is like a, a when it's, if I've got like a big pitch or something, I, my body drenches in sweat. And I have to. Oh, that's go. I. Uh, mine is like you won't poop for like you have a pitch in a week. You're not gonna poop for a week. Mm. That's so brutal. A lot of people like anytime I'm like oh explosive diarrhea, they're like oh jealous. Like I've got like I'm constipated, and I'm like okay, I get what you mean, but like there are certain levels of each where I would prefer the other. Yeah, like really would. I agree. Slide this micro dosing. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the vibe. It's helping. Yeah, I, I honestly, I thought I like essentially was trying to do that last night. I made um, or night before last, I made chicken pot pie mm. and I usually put a little bit of coconut milk in just a little bit mm -hmm. and it usually can help it out. And I forgot. And so naturally nothing fucking happened. I'm yeah. like, God damn. Sorry. It's OK. I'll survive. Anyways, this is our podcast where we talk about how we're never wrong and we tell you when you're wrong and we tell people in pop culture when they're wrong. That sounds confusing. Don't worry. It'll get, it'll make more sense because we have three different segments and we'll explain each one before we get into it. But basically the premise is we tell you when you're wrong and then you get to participate in one of our favorite aspects of this podcast is we post everything we talk about on our Instagram stories and then you get to vote if you agree mm -hmm. who you think was wrong, who's the hero, who was the villain. And then we read the results on our Friday episode called Fisting Friday. Yeah, I don't think that, that focused. No, I was listening to this music that was passing. But bumping. Mm -hmm. There was there was a man in a little car behind me on the way here, and when I like, I wanted to roll down my window and be like, I I hear you, but like I'm really concerned for your well being. For your like it was like my car, my fucking Jeep was shaking, and like I could feel like I can't do bass. Oh, it just like. It gets into my bones and I want to die. Like, I can't do that. Wow. This whole time, I thought the Megan I was sitting next to was Megan Trainer. Yeah. I'm not all about that base. <laughs> I'm sorry, no trouble. No, a lot of trouble. <laughs> so, this section is called oh, But yeah. Am I Wrong? And that's when we pick things from either our personal lives or something that we have a strong feeling or rant or anything that 
just really grinds our gears that we go off on. And I don't want to say that this is a conspiracy theory because I actually hate conspiracy theories more than anything. Like I really, I don't even like the ones, like I get annoyed with ones that are like low stakes. I just, I just don't fucking like them. But this is one that someone tagged me on TikTok and they were like, oh my gosh, you had been talking about this like already and this other people are talking about it now. And that is someone's fucking with our Adderall. And I take away the supply chain part of it. But like they're uh, my theory is that and this is a lot of people online's theory is that they're just diluting it. Like everybody's getting shitty fucking ones. I told you that like we had week before last when we recorded the podcast, I found an old one that I took and it was like it's supposed I was like, oh, old friend, what it's supposed to be. This was so nice. But the one that I have now currently gives me a headache and makes me like shit. And you have to take multiple. I have to take six a day. Yeah. Even before this, I was not someone who went up in my dosage a lot at all. Like I think I had maybe over the span of like I've been like treated for it since I was 20, 21. And then I up until I got COVID, I think I maybe increased my dosage and switched from like an extended release to like an instant. Re- I did something with switching of that like once or twice. And that's in like years and years and years. And after getting long COVID, the brain fog is so intense that when you take it, it's like, oh, it's like I didn't take anything. Mm-hmm. And so then I upped my dosage twice. I had to end up doing that in the last I would say probably since like the shortage started, shit's not the it. Like it's just not it. Like I I spent so long two years ago, last year or something, figuring out the fillers in different ones because they mm-hmm. won't always tell you if there's gluten in some, which kind followers on Instagram were nice enough to let me know that like, by the way, like some pharmacists are like, by the way, sometimes they use gluten as fillers, but like they don't always tell you. Mm-hmm. So try and keep a record of like what works and what doesn't. And I go on these, like, it's like a, I don't know what it's on, like drugs.com or it's like a pill finder thing where you can go based on that, especially because all the generic ones, you get different ones. Like right. every month you have to request the specific one that you want. And so I've been requesting the same one and it was like, maybe not the best one that's ever worked, but it was like, okay, it's working better. And even that, that's not what I have now, but the last couple months that I've had that has not been working well. And I kind of chalked it up to okay, it's like long COVID wise, like, you know, different, also different times in your cycle, like, mm-hmm. like your menstrual cycle. Adderall doesn't work. A lot of meds don't really like function as well. Or if I'm extra tired or if I'm like more depressed or whatever it is, it's just kind of taking the edge off and it's not taking a, a, <laughs> taking a chunk off. It's just taking just a little bit. And then I saw this TikTok and everybody was like, no, it's like none of them are working. And everybody was then talking and these people were doing like, <laughs> sample like like testing with their own of like I found one from like an old month because I don't know anybody who has who has ADHD who takes their meds every single day you have like one bottle that's got this and then this like you forget to fucking take them and people are like no from like it started around like three and a half four months ago that like shit just became absolutely like nothing and I thought that it was all me and reading all these comments and reading all this shit from other people are saying this and the wider conspiracy theory that they have is like with the shortage already people who are on and I've talked about it on this podcast before but already people who are on stimulants and like on Adderall and Ritalin, Vyvanse, it's generic and like long form 
versions of it uh, or extended release versions of it are treated like drug seeking drug addicts, which again, doesn't mean even if you are a drug addict, that's okay. (laughs) Like that's, it's not a moral failure or anything like that. But during the shortage, already when you treat these people, like what you're asking for is like so fucking extreme. And like, you have to jump through all of these hoops, which are impossible to do, but we're going to give you some shit that doesn't work. And then we're going to gaslight you and just tell you you're fucking addicted. Like this is like, this is really bad for you. This is why you're addicted. And it's like, oh, a group of people who aren't going to be able to be on top of everything. If it's like legislation wise or like sending emails or doing all of this stuff. I'm like, they're keeping, I feel like the cute on conspiracy theory is like, the government's keeping us weak. They're trying to make, but it's just so wild. And again, like I really chalked all of it up prior to this, which I don't think is incorrect, but it was like the previous hurdle for me was, okay, what has gluten in it or what is like really fucking up my stomach? And if it's fucking up my digestion, like my body's not like processing it well, which is why it's not working. Mm-hmm. And then beyond that, now it's just like nothing is working. And it's so weird. And I think that the actual regulations of how everything's being made in the shortage, I just can't, I don't think is, I don't think it's what it's supposed to be. It's not, the Adderall's not Adderalling at all. Well, if you have a feeling about it, then that's probably it. And if you're not the only one that thinks that, there's probably going to be, who's like, Who's a big investigative reporter? I don't feel like we have those big names anymore. I'm just no. not paying attention to, you know what it is? They're all doing true crime podcasts now. Uh, but somebody's going to do an expose on it. Yeah, it's just, we just need, <laughs> we need someone to do it because I'm like, I don't have the br- bandwidth and the brain power to do it because you're keeping ADHD me weak. I need ally. a neurotypical <laughs> to fucking get up here and like crack this case. Yeah. Because... It's one thing for people who are like they're getting versions of their meds that aren't the same. So like they're not like so the pills look differently and stuff. But then there are people who are also like me where it's all the they look the same, but they don't work the same. Mm-hmm. And then you just feel like you're crazy. It's like a gaslighting boyfriend, but it's your meds to function. Anyways, that is my hot take slash. I don't even want to fucking call it a conspiracy theory because I just think <laughs> it's a bad, a bad, a bad. um A light. T- yeah, it, it shines a bad light. Yeah. It puts in a bad light. You're not wrong. Thank you. And solidarity with any of my fellow people with ADHD dealing with this system. I'm ignoring the fact that I'm going to have to get more meds next month. And I'm just like coasting in Monsa's mom. It's like, okay, so like, what's the plan? And I'm like, ma'am, we're we ignoring this problem right. until this fucking, until that bottle is empty. I'm not thinking about this bullshit. Focusing on what's right there in front of you. Exactly. And taking my six pills a day. Wow. Well, my hot take. It's not even a hot take. It's an, it's an actual, but am I wrong? Okay. I'm yeah. fucking excited. I mean, you already it. know I what know, it is. That's fine. So someone that we mutually know that might have worked on this show. <laughs> no, they've never worked on this show. They've never worked oh, that's on true, this that's show. True, that's true. That's true. That's um, true. Do you think they listen? I do. I do too. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and it's not anything that I didn't say to them. So No, no, not with, without a doubt. And anyone that interacts with me in the real world should know that they are up for being talked about at any point on in front of a microphone you know true 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 so this person you know when you fall i don't what are they called when you're following somebody and then in your messages people can put a little status update i want to say it's a status on instagram yeah so it's when you're you're friends with people on instagram and 
you can see a little status that they posted. And after the Super Bowl ad ran for the trailer for The Flash, they posted, watch The Flash, whatever the date was that it came out. And so then I responded to it and I said, with that abuser, negative. And then they responded back to me and said, sorry, it's my husband's movie. He's in, I'm not going to say the job title. Ezra really is their only negative. I've seen the movie. It's great, but they are just rough. I know they are getting the help they need, though, which at least they're doing something to help themselves. And I responded, oh, so we're taking money over morals. And then they didn't respond anything back. Did they read it? Yeah. I just can't. And this is like what I said to you. Was it yesterday? Day before? Day before yesterday? It was on Sunday. Yeah. So I said to you and I was like, why is this person acting like they're getting like back end or residuals? Like you got your money. Yeah. Months ago. Months. You're not. Maybe a a couple of years ago. Truly. Like you don't get paid anymore from people seeing it. It doesn't help you get more jobs if more people Mm -hmm. see this. Like. You don't need the money. You're done. You don't need the money. Yeah. And you're done. Like mm-hmm. you your job here is done. It's done. You took your you took your blood money. Mm-hmm. Now take it quietly. Like right. at least be I don't think you don't take money from shitty fucking people. Like if you're going to like sacrifice your morals and your ethics, do it with embarrassment and do it quietly. Right. Because and at the time it wasn't like they were at the time were sacrificing no, their totally. morals. That's they what I mean. weren't. Yeah. And then, you know, things were happening. Things came out. Yeah. And so I just want to break down this message. (laughs) Sorry, it's my husband's movie. No, it's not. Your husband worked in a position (laughs) that it's not their movie. Unless your husband, and we had no idea, is Ezra Miller. Mm -hmm. It's Ezra Miller's movie. Or uh, producer. Yeah. Yeah, You know. I could say producer, director, Mm -hmm. or lead actor. Which... They're not none of those. No, they're not even the main of the position that they do. No, their name is not appearing before the movie starts. Mm -hmm. Their name is appearing after and like deep in. And you're going to have to you're sticking around because you're hoping there's a little bonus scene at the end and then you're going to catch it. But it's it's not big, bold. And then the next thing is Ezra really is their only negative. Ezra is the star of the movie. Ezra will be on the screen the whole time. I love Michael Keaton. Like his rendition. I don't know if he's problematic. If he is, then, you know, take all this back. But like, like don't tell me. Rendition of Batman is my favorite. Like mm-hmm. that is the movie that made me fall in love with Batman. It's actually probably the only one I like him, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, no, I liked Val Kilmer's Batman too. But uh, Michael Keaton's Batman was so good. And he's in this movie and he's going to be like Batman in the movie because, of course, everybody has to, you know, I guess the hot thing now is having a multiverse. Um, So. So he's in it. And that would be like the the pulling thing for me. I'm not going to see the movie, even though I love him. Yeah. It's like Ezra Miller's on the poster. Ezra Miller is the Flash. The movie is the Flash. The Flash. That's like being like the only negative thing about. (laughs) Actually, people do say this. I was going the only negative thing about Ellen is Ellen, and it's like, well, yeah. Well, that's the start and end of the entire. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool, cool, cool. At least Ellen franchised out essentially, right? 
Like <laughs> Ellen stopped showing up for no, work. Literally, like yeah. Ellen was like, "You got this." Like, <laughs> Kaylin, Kaylin, hop on in mm-hmm. here. Like, come on. Like, and then they said, "It's great, but they are just rough." I know, rough, rough. That's how you categorize. And we've talked about this on other. Megan has gone into yeah. details about their abusive things that they've done and you can't even say it's allegedly because at this point they've pled guilty they're literally wanted like are they gonna be able to show up to the premiere well they've uh, they've shown up to all the things now vulture did a breakdown of everything and at this point they have shown up to the arraignments for everything hmm I wonder so, if someone from D.C. is driving 100% them. because yeah. it didn't start until August of 2022. Uh, yeah. And the latest one was in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember how we stopped hiring Katherine Heigl because she was difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. And, and the, she's not anywhere near No, this that's person. what I mean. I'm like, you have the, and you've got like Ansel Elgort. You have like all of these people who are abusers. And then you have women who are like bitchy mm-hmm. and like late right. and assholes. And I'm like, Okay, I'll mm-hmm. take it any fucking day. Yeah. And so if you've missed that episode, go back and listen to it. But also it wasn't even that long ago, maybe no. two or three weeks ago. And also I'll include this link to Vulture because they beautifully. They do. They do they, a great I job. I love Vulture. They're so petty. But they really broke down their whole career. They as in Vulture broke down Ezra's whole mm-hmm. career. And then also put in all of the things that they have admitted to doing. So I love how Vulture does. Like, it's just like journalism, mm-hmm. but we're going to drag you. Mm-hmm. Professionally, we're about to rip you to shreds. Yes. It's so good. Yeah. They are, in all caps, getting the help they need, though, which at least they're doing something to help them- themselves. Are they? Mm. Or is it because they had so many warrants out? Or is it because they have a huge franchise movie coming out? And DC said, go. Yeah, like getting the the help that you would need does not involve you being in the limelight, reaching a wider audience to right. have more people to abuse. And also, they as in DC did not care. No, not at all. Until they decided that The Flash is going to now be the flagship movie, the staple that everything is going to revolve around now. Because I really don't think they were going to release it. And then they're like, this is how we're resetting. And they keep saying over and over again that this is the best superhero movie that's ever existed. Which is hilarious. I think that, I honestly think it's their response when Marvel crushed it on Disney mm-hmm. with all the shows that they needed something. And for the last however many years, minus Wonder Woman, because we know how male comic book fans react to women leading movies. That movie did really, really well. But critically, for Justice League, everybody was like, the only good part of that movie was Ezra Miller and The mm-hmm. Flash. And so it was like, oh, let's pivot back to this. Right? How can we have someone who was absolutely adored in this iteration of a film? Like, we see how well Loki is doing. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just, we'll turn a blind eye to this and like right. bring this back up. Right. So... Am I wrong for telling them, <laughs> this person that this is my what I'm I'm you know this is what I'm uh, presenting. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong for telling this person morals over money? No, never. And they should be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Also, like <laughs> if <laughs> 
if like Mats had to do something like work wise that he like, you know, he's obligated to do. And it was something that I'm like, oh, yikes. You bet my ass is no way in hell I'm attaching my name to an endorsement no. of that. No, that is his that is his job. His things that he is like contracted and required to do. I am. Well, no, I don't know. I Sorry to this man. Like, I don't know who this man is. Right. And you have no this person that we know. I'm I'm not even going to say they're a friend. This person that we know, they have no stake in. No. Advertising. They're not getting paid. They're not an influencer. Even if they were an influencer and they're getting paid, they could have said no. Yeah. Like they're choosing to do this. You're giving your support for free. Yeah. For someone who like is also not benefiting from press like positive press about this nor are they being hurt by negative press for Mm -hmm. it like it's like it literally it just is what it is right you know i really fucking absolutely hate army hammer but i will say army hammer allegedly i mean army hammer did a fucking article which is everything was debunked and absolute bullshit but until then army hammer was quote-unquote learning his lesson by he was in the Cayman Islands apparently selling timeshares. Yeah. Ezra Miller, I don't I think you should be in jail. But mm-hmm. like if Army Hammer can sell timeshares in the Cayman Islands, you don't need to make a flash movie. Right. Trash. Trash. Like there's certain things. Like I'm gonna see the new Ant-Man. Is Evangeline Lilly an anti-vaxxer? Yes. But am I still gonna see the Ant-Man? But yeah. are they really promoting her? I haven't no, seen her in one trailer. Not at all. And also, like, <laughs> you know, like, kind of a classic movie. She's in a love interest. She's not in it that fucking much. And she wasn't like, it's not like my fate. Like, if it was like, if it came out, which knock on, it would never. But if it came out that like Brie Larson was a Scientologist or some shit, I would be like, oh my. Like, that would be like a, how am I going to get over this? Or whatever. Evangeline Lilly. Right. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not heartbroken. I'm mm-hmm. not devastated. I'm just kind of like, okay, color me shocked. Right. I'm going to enjoy the movie with Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. She'll be and there. Jonathan Majors. Exactly. Well, you're not wrong. Thank you. All right, let's take a break. Woohoo! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited for someone who like... You know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the ministry of time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story 
It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. back from our break and it is time for our second segment but are you wrong and this is when y'all write in and share your own experiences of when you may have been wrong in a situation and you do that by writing to but am i wrong pod at gmail.com keep it to 300 words or less you're up hey megan and melissa I, 18, she, her, wants to know if I'm wrong for a situation with my roommate. So my roommate, 18, she, her, asked to use some of my boob tape on Halloween. Okay, this was written months later, everybody. This was last year, but it still applies. Because you know what? Boob tape is a year-round necessity. I said yes because I didn't use it very often and I had a lot. However, when she gave it back, I realized she used almost all of it. How big are those titties? I was visibly taken aback by this and she quickly said, oh, don't worry, I'll order you some more since I used a lot of it. I was fine with this and we moved on. However, it's December now, the time that she's writing this, and she hasn't done anything about it yet. No Venmo or telling me that she would order more. Nothing else is said about the subject besides her telling me that she would get more on Halloween. I want, to, I want her to order more for me, but it's been a few months and I don't know if that offer is still valid because it's been so long. We also aren't as close as we used to be, so I feel kind of weird about asking. Am I wrong for wanting her to pay me back for, or, or get me some more tape or should I just forget about it? Also, for context, it's a very nice boob tape. It can only be ordered online and it's $20 a roll. Holy shit. Not including shipping. Thanks so much. I've been listening since the beginning and I love all your content. Well, thank you. And you are so not wrong. No. Send a Venmo request. People owing you things when they say they're going to pay you back is always there's no time limit on that. Do you think the credit card companies are like <laughs> statute limitations on debt? They're like, you know, after this point, it's been four months. They're like, you know what? I'm going to wash my hands clean of that. They might do it after like three months and then you get a charge back on your account. But um, but you're not. And then your credit drops. Yeah. But you can file for bankruptcy. Yeah. But this is not like there's you're not wrong. Ask ask for it back, send a Venmo request. This is pretty easy. Yeah. I, I just think that like when people like loan you things, like that's like very kind. And I, I think that like I'm someone who's like a very forgetful person, but like I like to try and, you know, put that in my notes app or like do something or whatever it is. But I've also been on the other side of it where I've like had to ask someone for like money that they owed. And I remember. I mean, it was more than $20. So, you know, so I basically said something about like, hey, like just like going over tax things. And like, I wasn't able to find um, the receipt for that. Do you remember what month you sent that to me? Knowing that, they, know. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that they, I know. Knowing that they never, no, 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 no. <laughs> Knowing that they never sent me the money. But so like I made it in a way of being like, 
I forgot. Like, could you remind me what that? And then they were like, oh, I didn't. I'll send it to you right now. And then they did. And like, it had been, I mean, probably like six months at that point, like something wild. And like, to be fair, I, they, they almost got, I, I almost got away with it. Like I constantly kept forgetting about it. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, I just remembered this. Let's tie up these loose, these loose ends. <laughs> so send the Venmo request. Yeah. All right. I, 22, she, her, have had a toxic on and off fling with Jerry for about six years. We met in high school and were always talking plus hooking up, but never dated. I am interested in becoming friends with benefits with Jerry. I don't have romantic feelings for him anymore. And to my knowledge, neither does he. Or so I thought. When we reconnected in December, he led with, I'm not looking for a relationship slash girlfriend right now. And I said, okay, that sounds fine. When I brought it up, friends with benefits recently, I asked him, do you think we are still attracted to one another? Would you be interested in friends with benefits? And he said, I don't think you are, which means I'm not either. (laughs) Referring to thinking I'm not attracted to him. Can you imagine? He literally thought she brought it up. So she would be like, by the way, I think you're ugly. (laughs) Like He was like, that makes me sad. I responded with, I mean, I'm not not. And he abruptly replied, well, you can let me know when you figure out those feelings. I'm going to ball my eyes out now. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Cherry. Run. (laughs) And then stopped responding. Am I wrong for asking him to consider friends with benefits? Was I wrong in the way I phrased it? I am not as attracted to him anymore, and I'm not sure how he would know that, but I am interested in seeing how things go. Also, we haven't seen each other in person since 2019, so can you blame me? I was recently a victim of SA, and I think Jerry would make me feel safe. Plus, I've always been curious about taking things further physically with him. I would never continue to pursue this if he's uncomfortable and uninterested. Is he? I think the thing is, is that he's interested in you beyond friends with benefits. And yeah. when you said that, that hurt his feelings. And. Or and it mortified him too. That or, like. Yeah. That you would. He could have fucked it up in that moment. Yeah. And that you asked him that. And so I understand you wanting to feel safe with someone that you know and someone that you have been attracted to. And I think if that's what you're interested in, then let him know and let him know that you are attracted to him because saying I'm not not is a passive aggressive way of saying that I am. And, you know, you have to be considerate of other people's feelings too, um, which you were probably protecting yourself in that moment as well. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you're wrong for asking, but you need to be upfront about what you're feeling and maybe not the whole story of why, but it is if you don't feel comfortable, but I feel like in this situation, it is information that might be good to tell him. Yeah. I'm curious. You said like it's a toxic on and off fling. Like what's the toxic part? Like that's true. Is it like, were you both toxic to each other or was it like we've been on and off for like six years for so long? So like that in itself is toxic in your POV, which I'm not going to dispute you with that. Like on and off six years, I could see how that might interfere with other relationships and, you know, like all that stuff. So like if that's a toxic part, but if part of like your interactions and you are toxic to each other, I mean, I'm going to say hard pass on all of this because in order to ethically do friends with benefits or I just think in general with sleeping with anyone, like 
you have to be on the same page. And for you, it totally makes sense that like something that's comfortable and you've always been like, you know, kind of curious, you admit that you're not as attracted to him as you used to be, but he's clearly has much deeper feelings for you. So that's not a level or even playing field Mm -hmm. because you're figuring it out. And he, I think, has already figured it out. Right. So I do think the way that you phrased it, I probably would have done too. Like, it's just like, you know, fun, cheeky thing. You clearly had no idea that that was how he felt Mm -hmm. and that would be his response because I do agree that it's like pass, kind of like passive aggressive, but like, uh, again, unless you knew the feeling, unless you like- It's a flirty way to say things, but you didn't know that he- Was a little more serious about it. So this to me is just like, nah. I And I, I just think, I think the way that you phrased it wasn't necessarily- wrong but I do think you would be wrong if you followed through with this when it's pretty clear you're both on totally different pages Mm -hmm. but I think like wanting to have sex with someone in like a comfortable setting and all that like there can be other friends with benefits like there's something about like going back to the same one that like we had and all of that like it can be comfortable and easy in that sense but if you're looking for friends with benefits, it also, you can have a lot of, it's not a, it's not a single person role. Like that can That's be, true. like you can have other friends with benefits just because you've been, you don't have to fire someone and hire someone else for that position. This could have been. Because there's a lot of positions you can take. Exactly. I remember when I was like, I don't know, like a couple I think Moths and I were even dating at this point. But like my high school friends with benefits was like, are you coming back into town for Thanksgiving? And I was like, have you, have you not had, like you've, we both had had relationships and stuff. And I'm like, have you not had like a friends with benefits like since then? Like granted, like I haven't, but I also like hadn't really been dating or trying to in that sense that I was like, you're going to wait for me for Thanksgiving to try and like rekindle a friends with benefits from when we were, I was like 17 years old as opposed to like you finding someone in the city you currently live in. But it's you, Megan. And I you know, know, you're golden pussy. Famous too. Okay. Next one. Trigger warning for this one. Mention of sexual abuse. I, 22, she, her had a conversation with my friend, Sam, 28, he, him about age gap relationships, specifically ones between people under 20 and people in their late 20s or early 30s. For some context, when I was 19, I mostly dated men within that age group, and it took a lot of time for me to heal from that. At the time, I was inexperienced and lost in life and was pressured into sexual acts. I feel I should also point out that Sam and I actually met on a dating... That was literally giving me my question. Sam and I actually met on a dating app when I was 19 and he was 25, but have never been more than friends. Sam knows about my dating history. In our conversation... I said that people who go out of their way to date people significantly younger than them know what they are doing and intentionally take advantage of that younger person. He did not agree with me saying that the younger the younger counterparts are also intentionally seeking out older dates. I told him that I feel there's a significant imbalance of power in those relationships and that I recognize it from my own experience. His reply was, but you didn't get into that situation by accident, did you? I feel a bit taken aback by his complete lack of understanding of this. Am I just shifting the blame from myself to the older men I've dated before or is my friend being ignorant? Your friend is being ignorant and they are not your friend. I hate Sam. No, like... I'm going to tell you right now, like, this is, this is not, like, you're not friends. (laughs) Like, I know you. this is not friendship behavior. Somebody that's a friend supports you, especially when you've been through a situation where you've been manipulated and abused. 
And Sam seems like the type of person that feels like when he's specifically going after younger people, which he went after you, he went after you, that he's trying to feel not feel better about himself, but he rationalizes with himself that it's fine because they're intentionally going after me. And Sam is waiting in the wings for you. This is like, this is not like when you said that, that made held up a mirror to Sam's behavior. And like, you might be looking at this of like, oh, well, it's not predatory because like, we're just friends now. But you even questioning this because of his friend also shows the power dynamics of age. And like, you can have a power dynamic issue with ages when it comes to relationships that are romantic but and sexual, but also friendships. Like, you're now having a 28-year-old man who pursued you when you were 19 or something. He was 25. He would, Yeah, he was 25 and you were 19. And you're sharing your experience and your thought process. And with one statement from him, he's already making you question that. Like, mm-hmm. that's the power dynamic at play. Like, we value the opinions and voices of people older than us because they seem like as if they know more. And he's throwing all of this into question for you. And it's just so fucking clear that this entire time he's not seen you as a friend. And also, why? Like, here's my thing. Like, do I believe in men and women in, like, cis-hetero relationships? Like, oh, they can't be friends. No, no, no. I believe that, like, you can be friends. But I do think that it would be, like, very ignorant to not point out that the relationships with very large age gaps that start from, or even not even large age gaps, but like start from kind of like a romantic place or a pursuing of that. Then then there are other factors that go into then the boundaries of when you're creating a friendship there. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't seem like this is there. And if he was 25, 19 pursued you, you weren't, he wasn't into you but he just wants to be friends with a 19 year old. Like, I don't want to sound like wildly negative, but my mind is, oh, it wants to introduce you to introduce him to other 19 year olds. Right. Like if you weren't compatible dating wise, like, why is that? You didn't have enough, a much, as much in common. You didn't have blah, blah. So you already have the fact that like you're in two different generations. You have two different like TV shows you watch as references, like all of those different things. You don't have enough in common to date, but you have enough in common to be friends. And it's past, like already you have the age gap. Yeah, he can't even see that what he participated in was predatory and Mm -hmm. gross. And that to me is just like, oh, you're not even a friend. Right. Yeah. Here's the only time that I will issue any sort of blame to the younger party involved in it. And it is when you reach past the age of 30, 35, and you make your social media presence or your conversations with friends and every people and everything promoting age gap relationships and or quote unquote normalizing while then also acknowledging that you are an exception to the rule but then mm-hmm. trying to influence other people into doing something that you then will admit that a lot of them are bad but yours isn't so you're fully aware that you are <laughs> using the shock factor and the clickbait to influence people into a situation that you acknowledge is not healthy or safe the vast majority of the time. Right. That's the only time I think there's onus. And I don't think that there's onus in the fact that you're in that relationship. I think it's in how in promoting it. So you're not wrong at all. Fuck Sam. Sam is not your friend. All right. Next one. I quit my job last Friday. I work in the stock market. 
Okay. I work Are in you this- in our page room? <laughs> I work in the stock market and it's very Wolf of Wall Street, unfortunately. To clarify, racist, privilege, run by white men and degrading. My former boss is young, 40s, and had a stroke early 2022. Very Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Since then, my firm failed to go through the proper HR channels or take the proper steps to ensure a safe and healthy work environment for him or our team. He was suffering from serious brain trauma with which resulted in racist and beyond inappropriate comments through each day. Example, when we talked about salary at the end of the year, as we always do, he said, you are negotiating like a terrorist. When I told him that was inappropriate, he told me I can't be offended because I don't have brown skin. Don't get me started on the sexual harassment comments. My mental health took a toll from this environment with zero support from management. I was able to secure a new job in the same field, but at a much smaller firm. I have been here for a few weeks now. My coworkers are not friendly. The office environment is so quiet. No one says bless you when you sneeze. No one replies good morning to me. Nothing. I'm trying to put in perspective. I came from a very toxic environment to a possibly normal one, but I miss my old coworkers. I miss my colleagues. Am I wrong for switching jobs? Should I have tried to tough it out? There wasn't an option to switch to a different team in my firm, so this was my only option. I feel like I am not giving my new office a chance, but the culture just sucks. Maybe the corporate office vibes just suck in general. But the culture sucked at the other place you were were at, and it was taking a toll on your mental health. Yeah. Like... Unfortunately, unless you start your own firm, which you probably aren't able to at this point in your career, like you have to mold to what the environment is. And if you don't like it, leave, which you didn't like the environment at the Wall Street type place at the bigger firm. It was not the kind of place that you want it to be. So you left. And so like you're not wrong for quitting the other place because it was not a good place to be. And this new place may, it still might not be the best fit overall, but it's the best fit for right now because it's a place where you got a job and they're not one, one big up. I mean, I don't, I hate small talk, but one big up. Uh, yeah. Like this sounds like, this sounds great to me, but, and I, I hate all the like, um, the plus, not just the pleasant trees, but all the like bullshit that goes into mm-hmm. like, a corporate job the good morning how was your weekend the water cooler talk the team how are the kids doing the synergy all that (laughs) you know we joke about saying circle back but that's like i hate all that jargon that comes with corporate and this this place seems like the place you go where there no nonsense you get your shit done you get your work done you leave and you don't have to worry when you're at these the bigger when you were at the bigger firm people felt comfortable doing and saying things because that was again part of the culture but also because they were probably trying to foster this environment that felt like you know just everybody hanging out yeah so they can overwork you and that's not what this new place is no and so show up get your bag get more experience and you know eventually like when you get more experience there might be another place that you can go that feels like more of a better fit for you but this is where you are now and so you know get your money and leave yeah 
like a lot of the reasoning behind like team building and like a lot of the very cat quote unquote casual or really close knit like we're like a family like is done intentionally by employers to make you feel indebted Mm -hmm. so you will work harder for less money do Mm -hmm. longer hours you'll be asked to do like things that you would never be asked in other jobs like the culture of that can be really toxic even if it feels entirely positive and you feel like you owe people mm-hmm. and that's intentional that's not on you like they're making you feel like that on purpose so like I agree with Melissa like all of this is streamlined I would say that you know find one person who seems like s- someone you can like judge a book by its cover like someone who you're like hmm I like their outfit or hmm I stalk them on Instagram and like they go to these places on the weekend or like they seem around my age or they just like have a picture on their desk of them with their dog and I have a dog or whatever ask one person to go out to lunch with you. And like, all you need in this situation, if you're a social person, all you need is one comrade. Like you need some, like you you just need one person who you can like chat shit with one-on-one if you want, like go to lunch, like someone you can be like, hey, like in the morning, you don't have to foster those kinds of relationships with everyone. But if you need one of those people, I could see you staying at this job for a much longer time. But yeah. I think you need to like detox the previous work environment Mm -hmm. because like you said like the reason why everyone like the reason why he didn't get reprimanded from this is because like of the culture and that's how people are able to like you can get you get close by shit talking and like being really candid and all of that shit so it's just different jobs for different points in your life but at Mm -hmm. the end of the day it's a job in both ways like you're getting paid so I say find a friend but I don't think you're wrong for quitting at all. No. All right. Well, let's take another break. Okay. I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press On Manny's and Impress Press On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This is But Are They Wrong, where we nominate someone who's in pop culture, something current events, political, anything in the zeitgeist to nominate for Wrong of the Week, aka Rachel of the Week, where we call them out instead of calling them in because we don't know them. Mm -hmm. And this is a podcast. Mm -hmm. So I would like to nominate Pickle Me Everything. Oh, yeah. I'm aware of this. I, I was, I think you, I was guessing as soon as I looked into it, like, I feel like you probably would. But this just... Just this just came across my desk, aka my TikTok. And I'm months late on this drama, but like I have to talk about it with someone. Like this shit is fucking wild. So if anyone else missed that, missed this, it was this woman who started an Etsy account. Red flag, not an Etsy, but red flag when I tell you what she sells. <laughs> and it's on Etsy. She's selling pickled foods. Foods on Etsy. Here's the thing. Etsy is a wonderful platform to get people, they get their product out there, their like algorithm and their SEO. Like it can be really helpful for people who don't have an already built-in audience to build an audience. But I'm just telling you right now, there's certain things I'm not going to buy on Etsy. Botulism. Well, a lot of people did buy botulism on Etsy, but like I'm not going to buy food on Etsy. Like I could maybe, maybe I would buy, mm, no, I don't think I'd buy anything edible. No. Anything edible on Etsy. No, I did buy some chocolates one time 
Oh, but wait. they actually had like a actual chocolate shop and yeah. then they were and then selling they also it had through a- on Etsy. There you go. But yeah. So this woman started this Etsy account and was selling pickled foods. They're being shipped in like, <laughs> I mean, they're being advertised mostly in mason jars. She's making it in her kitchen and home at home in California. So the first like overarching thing which should have stopped this dead in its track. So there's like cottage laws, which is what you can make from your home kitchen and then sell for profit. And pickled foods are, you can't. Like it's just straight up illegal. It doesn't matter what you go through. And Keith blew up this business that was already fucking huge. I missed all of this. Keith did an apology video. Love Keith. Big fan of Keith. It started because the account was doing a live stream. And then Keith, like, got in the live stream, was just seeing what was going on. And then everybody was like, Keith's here, Keith's here. And then she was, like, making the stuff. And she was like, I'll pickle this one just for Keith. So that's how it got started. Okay. So a lot of people ordered it after Keith, Mm -hmm. which I just, we love Keith here. And I just, like, love how he's handled. Yeah, he's handled it and talked about it was delicious and stuff, as he does. Yeah delicious but he's really responsible with his platform even like when promoting businesses like he's like i have to make sure that like they can handle Mm -hmm. the uptick in orders before i'm going to like you know talk about them because i want to i don't want to overwhelm people because that can like ruin someone's business in when you think you're helping them and so he like retracted a statement was like do not buy this blah 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 so if you're not familiar with the risks of canned food and like home canned food is the big thing is botulism, which is essentially just like a bacteria, which can happen when things are improperly canned. Vacuum sealed. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And she's not canning them, really. She's doing like what we would call refrigerator pickles. So it's something that you can make at your home yourself to be enjoyed within three to five days. But they're not like vacuum sealed. They're not pressure, like pressure cooked and sealed in this way. And she was apparently shipping some of these in Ziploc bags to people. And they're expensive as hell. Mm -hmm. And people started commenting on this because I think like for a long time, it was mostly just like the Etsy account and like the TikToks are blowing up. And then after Keith, it was like a lot of people had eyes on it. And it wasn't just the past and present consumers, it was people being like, oh, no, this is really like, not only is this illegal, this is really unsafe and Mm -hmm. like really, really dangerous. And I saw this. It all came to me because I saw this woman on TikTok who was like, I'm so embarrassed. I fucking fell for pink sauce. And then I ordered these pickles. And she's like, I canceled it. But like, I'm in fucking time out. Literally, she was was like, nobody let me like, I'm not allowed to be influenced anymore. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, this is so bad. Yeah. But also like, she was deleting her comments, which is making it worse. Like, it was like over a month plus of this one food scientist on TikTok who I saved their TikTok. Let me find food science, babe. Months going on of this account had tried to reach out to her, had commented on things, had been blocked and it was just going on and on. And then people were then going from this woman's video, food science, babe's video to pickle me everything being like, hey, this is like illegal and really dangerous. Like, please, like, and deleting comments, deleting comments, deleting comments, deleting comments. And recently, they made a video being like, oh, hi, like, you know, I'm really sorry. I'm 
like everyone, like if you want a refund, you can reach out for a refund. And I was like, that's not how it works. You gotta, you gotta automatically like to cover your ass legally. If someone gets sick, you need to issue refunds like stat Mm -hmm. and not just when people ask. No, to everyone. Literally. Because somebody could, mm, I don't know, die. And then or (laughs) say that they got sick and they maybe did like you cover your fucking ass. So then she posted that she got like a food license and she got a commercial kitchen and she's doing all of this. And like people are even like looking at videos of the commercial kitchen and they're like, this still, I'm all for second chances, but like you knew what you were doing. And like the Etsy up until I think recently was still accepting orders and was open. And like you knew what you were doing. You deleted comments and most likely you muted specific words. Like you Mm -hmm. muted the word botulism, Mm -hmm. most likely. Which means that you knew this entire time and you continue to fill orders. Yeah. And then you think that like you deserve this redemption arc and you should be trusted with this redemption arc. No, I would just think that like the FDA would like there would be a strike system in this sense of being like, oh, no, you can't have a license now. Like you can't do this at all now. And it's just mind blowing. (laughs) Like the power of TikTok and like of being influenced by watching people put on makeup or try on clothes or cook food or whatever. And I'm all for a side hustle or a pursuing a personal brand or a dream job or career, anything like that, but not with consumables. Mm -hmm. You want to make cookies and you want to sell cookies or you want to sell cakes to the people nearby you, like without a doubt, go for it, do it. Like I respect a lot of like bakers and people who make cookies and cakes on TikTok who people be like, oh, do you ship? And they're like, no, like you have to, it's, I'm a local business, pick up local. And then a couple ones who like started shipping, it was like, oh, well, we have to get another where we already have this like commercial kitchen. We have to get this, this, and this and going through all of those things. And for them, with baked goods, it, there's not so much of a chance of anything bad happening, but their whole thing is like, they want to make sure that their product is still at peak freshness and it's just as good. So it's not that they're concerned that they're going to give you a botulism and you're going to die from eating their cookie. They're just like, well, it might be a little stale and dry. So I don't want to do that. Right. Please, everybody, this is a plea. Do not buy home cooked food from like from a home kitchen from someone you do not know. I saw you a great comment. Know what be, what could be in it. Someone said, unless you would let them babysit your kids, do not eat the food from their kitchen. Yeah. And it was like, these are people, you, if you have to trust them enough to like leave your kids for a week there with them. Otherwise, no. Yeah. The whole thing was wild because she just kept doubling down on everything. And Keith immediately after mm-hmm. he learned what happened was like, no. Mm-mm. And like I'm specifically sorry. talked about botulism and in about, it. Yeah. And like Great the guy. actual risks. Great guy. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guy. See, we don't hate all men. No. But Keith, I'm just letting you know, if you fuck up, <laughs> we support women's rights and women's wrongs. Mm-hmm. We do not support men's, <laughs> men's wrongs. All right. Mine is elementary school principal, Dr. Dana Simmons, and physical education teacher, Dylan Char- Charles who work at a school in Georgia, elementary school to be exact. Oh, no. Dr. Simmons went to Dr. Hopkins, who is the superintendent of the school district and the Board of Educations, and told 
the school district, this is when we do not support women's wrongs. No. That Dylan Charles had bugged her office or had a source at the Board of Education's office saying that she was involved in some activities. Oh, no. And so there's an investigation done, of course, and several witnesses came forward, including the assistant principal and Charles's wife, who is a third grade teacher at this school. Keeping it in the fam. And so Charles's wife, Kelsey Charles, alleged that while working at the school before resigning, she claimed that Simmons manipulated her into allowing her husband to have sex with her in exchange for career opportunities. At an elementary school? Uh Uh-huh. She also stated that she would watch and record sexual encounters between Simmons and Charles. And one of the witnesses, a a former um, employee at the school, also said that she was propositioned to join a swingers group that they had at the elementary school. Oh, my God. And so this person was a clerk and they ignored the request and then eventually quit for the unprofessionalism at the school. Well, turns out that, of course, it wasn't something for a raise. They'd been having this affair for six years. Like, it was not even an affair because the wife was included. So they all had this arrangement for six years where the wife was videotaping and taking pictures while they were having sex. Hold up. So she was behind the camera. She wasn't Uh just in control of the footage and, like, editing. I don't know. She was there. She was was like, okay, like, angle, like, (laughs) I need you to cheat to camera. Uh Oh, my God. What do you think she wore? Like, cargo pants? (laughs) Because, like, that's what you wear when you're a cinematographer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if that's what they wanted to do, you know, in their own free time, fine. But a lot of this footage was taken at the school. The public school? Uh huh. Oh taking at the school in the bathroom in the, the principal's. Teacher? It was a teacher's bathroom. But they the don't princi- have that many. Well, the principal usually has oh, their okay. own bathroom. So I was like, "You're monopoly." Did no yeah. one catch that? We've seen that episode of Abbott Elementary. So the there's in the parking lot of the school in the car. There's a video specifically of the principal giving head to the PE teacher. What kind of car did they all three fit in <laughs> with the videoing? Maybe. And- Maybe a job. Maybe you did a GoPro dash cam. E- either I could see it as like him sitting maybe in the back seat and then her leaning over and then the wife in the front seat, or opposite where she's in the back seat between the two. They might have SUVs. Do you think she took off the headrest yes, to get, or did she use it to like kind of pan from the maybe. headrest, like you know, keep or it blurry in, in the foreground? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. So they've been had all these sexual, you know encounters they initially denied that it was sexual at first that they were in an entanglement but then just said that they had an inappropriate friendship and then eventually you know came forth there was also a picture of him shirtless wearing a cape okay captain underpants Mm -hmm. and the wife was very into watching there's conclusive evidence of a this is like from the report um, there is inconclusive evidence of a sexual relationship between Dr. Simmons and Mr. Charles. Pictures, video, admission from both parties, verification by Kelsey Char- Charles. 
she's smart in a way because she never showed her face, but she was behind the camera <laughs> watching. She was calling the shots, smoking a fucking actual shot. Literally calling the cum shots, uh-huh. smoking a cigarette with her cargo <laughs> pants. Like There is evidence of sexual activity occurred at Banks County Elementary School at Mission by Dylan Charles. One picture taken in the bathroom adjacent to the principal's office inside the school. Wait, remind me who reported that like the cameras were bugged i i think what happened and i'm sure that it's in the full report but there was not a link to a full report i think that it got leaked that stuff was happening and so i think the someone tried to get the principal tried to get ahead of it and said that um you know somebody bugged our inappropriate friendship and they heard things about our inappropriate friendship and this is what's going to happen like so she went to the school board and said hey you know i think somebody bugged my office she olivia pope did she tried to get ahead of the scandal but, control the narrative yeah but she's no Wait, olivia so were pope they posting it anywhere I don't think. I mean, there might be. Well, because that's what on, I'm wondering. On, like, how did the word get around? Like, who's got loose lips? Well, she's around. As she's asking people to join the swingers club. She asked the clerk oh, who was only in my mind. They didn't start the swingers club, but like it already existed. I was like, mm-hmm. maybe that's why you went to the elementary school. Like, oh no, you're right. Like, if they're the ones, like the driving force behind yeah. it. If, I'm sure there's probably like a, a a first or second year teacher who's like, excuse me, yeah, no, this isn't okay, right? So they're all the Rachel of the week. Someone please let me know if this is like you have something different. But like I have yet to hear of a principal (laughs) who is absolutely swamped doing their job. I think my principals were really, really, really well. I had some great principals. Oh, you did? Yeah. I never had a good fucking principal. Like principals, like in my like my entire experience were like the definition of Ava from Abbott Mm -hmm. Elementary. No, mine were like very okay. On on their job, we also I don't know about like at your high school, but we had a principal for each grade too. So the assistant principals were like one for each grade. Well, your high school was like what nine times the size of mine, probably. Anyways, stay safe. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave us a review on the podcast app. And as always, we will have the votes up for you usually Friday, if not Monday or before Monday. Or on Monday. Yeah, on Monday or before Monday. So you can vote on them. And then our Fisting Friday episode, we we will reveal the results. You can join our Patreon to watch the video version or just support the show. And if there's anything you want us to talk about in upcoming episodes, whether it's a but am I wrong, like a hot take or something that you want us to rant about, or if you have a nomination of a worst of the week, you can always tag us, send us messages on Instagram or tag us on our personal TikToks if you want us to see something. It's always very helpful. And I think that is it. Go comment on our last Instagram post, something nice, because we need it emotionally. I need it. Follow us and um, we will circle back next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. But Am I Wrong is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa DeMonts, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production by Coco Lorenz. And production assistance by Melanie D. Watson.